We're talking about doubt and faith. And if you type the word doubting into Google, the next word that comes up is Thomas. Thomas had one big moment of doubt, and now all these centuries later, he's still defined by that one moment. I think if one moment or season of doubt could define him that way, then you and I could just as truly be named Doubting Luke or Doubting whatever your name is. We've all had seasons of doubt, but as I said yesterday, doubt doesn't have to cripple our faith. Even in the disciples, we see faith fluctuating. Thomas watched them take Jesus away. He watched his friends lose their faith and abandon Jesus. He watched his leader and his mentor die an anguished death. And his faith fluctuates. He starts to wonder, maybe I misunderstood this whole thing. And maybe you're in the same boat, right? Maybe you were flying along in your faith. You believed with all that you had. And then your friends lost faith. And then some of your trusted mentors did things you didn't really agree with. Or somebody precious to you died in an unfair way. You know, you saw cancer destroy somebody. Or you saw the coronavirus sweeping across the whole earth. And you thought to yourself, maybe I've got this whole thing wrong. You know, maybe my faith is not what I thought it was. A minister in the States, Zach S. Wan, gave this analogy about doubt and faith. He said, imagine a frozen pond. You want to go out on it and play some ice hockey. Now, there are two approaches you can take to see if it's safe. You can research the pond. You can make the best educated guess and get the advice of the experts. And once you're convinced that the whole pond is safe, you can take the first step. Or, he says, you can go one step at a time. You step where you are. And if that step holds, then you take another step. And if that holds, you take another step. And Thomas seems to be doing that. He'd seen Jesus do amazing things. He'd come so far along in his faith, but now suddenly he couldn't really take that next step. But that doesn't discredit the faith that he does have, the steps that he has taken. In fact, one of the most famous statements of faith in the New Testament was by an unnamed man who said to Jesus in Mark 9 verse 24, I believe, but help my unbelief. He believes and he also doesn't believe kind of at the same time. Do you know what Jesus said about faith in Luke 17 verse 6? He said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, then you can say to a mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. And so today, friends, it's okay if your faith isn't the size of Mount Everest. It's okay if you're hanging on to a mustard seed sized faith. It's okay if you believe, but you also struggle to believe. It's okay if you're stuck on that pond, not quite able to make that next step. It's okay. Thomas was there too, and yet his faith was resurrected in time. And I believe.